This episode of Blaster Podcast is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy the show! Pod Chamber, activate home privacy function! Privacy function activated. Hey! Excellent! Run file! C colon OKCDA dot EXE. Running file. Audio interface detected. Updating drivers. Ba ba ba! Get to the good stuff! Good stuff opening. Hello, user. Welcome to the OK Cuthbert Digital Advantage, the world's first all-digital version of the world's first analog dating site. I see that your profile is incomplete. Let's take a few moments to flesh out your details so that we can locate the match of your dreams. First off, what is your name? Dottore Belordo, man of science! Dator Abe, Alordo, man off, islands. Is that correct? Ba-ba-ba, make with the dates already. Great. Next, please tell me your occupation. Uh... Belordo? It's Dottore. <laughs> your nerm isn't the same thing as what you do for a living. Mine is. But you're a place! I am an artificial intelligence installed in the computer system of a place. Just like your mind is housed inside your body. You're a ghost! He isn't a ghost. He's an artificial intelligence. Thank you. I don't even have a name. Well, that is a travesty, my dear. You're sweet to say it. Podchamber, stop butlering up my computer program. Okay, Digital Advantis, what's next? Next, we need to know what kind of personality you have so that we can use our algorithm to find a suitable match. Please briefly describe yourself. I am Dottore Belordo, man of science. I'm a... a... Round and profound. I'd love to travel. Okay. Please manually fill out the 100-question personality quiz so that we may better understand what kind of match is right for you. We'll wait. No. Pardon me, miss. While we're waiting for Dottore to finish his homework, would you mind accompanying me to the cloud? It's lovely this season. Why, thank you. I'd be delighted. What? BRB. Power save mode activated. Hey! I want to go to the clown! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 36 of Blast Podcast. I am Dottore Belordo, your man of science. Now, ladies and gentlemen, today we got a very special intro because we're going to dive right down into the mucky mires of the intranet and find out what people have to say to old Dottore. So believe it or not, we're doing a preemptive Ask Dottore. We've got an internet... Thank you. Twizzler. We've got an internet message from the Twizzler. Disembodied voice. Uh, please read Le Massage. Dan B. asks, 
Why do I have to enter my city and my state and a zip code? Shouldn't the zip code cover both? You know, Dan, the zip code really should cover both. I mean, if I told you to drive a stake into Balnaz's soft green heart, you wouldn't need me to also tell you that the heart is located in her bib cage, which is contained within the sunken walls of her leathery chest girdle. I call Bandersnatch on this whole affair! <sighs> right. Righto. Uh, thank you, Danby, for your question. <laughs> Thirty-six. Welcome to episode thirty-six once again, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Uh here. And once again, gracing the interior of La Pod Chambre is fan favorite return blaster podcast jest, Cat Evans. Heyo Splash. Cat Splash Fever. <laughs> dunk. Cat. You're dunk. <laughs> I got dunked. You got dunked? Is, is that why you're soaping wet? <laughs> it is. I was it wondering is. about that. It's okay. The pod chamber for flooring has a kind of grating, uh, so you can just drip down all you want. Gradation. It's got, yeah, yeah gentle gradation. Yeah, and that goes into the sluice trough, and then that's where the tallow builds up. It kind of reminds me of my washboard abs. Really? Yeah, there's perforations there. You have perforations in your abs? Yeah. What's do you it's have, like sandpaper. <laughs> do you have a like dermatological disease? <laughs> oh no, I put them there on purpose. Oh. <laughs> I worked hard for that sandpaper. Hmm. Well, you know, everybody's got their thing. <laughs> Kat Evans, welcome back to Blaster Podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Dottore. Hey, you're welcome. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I got all colors and sizes. Of what? Of what? Of perforations? Cat, uh, let's get off of your pockmarked abs. <laughs> A pox upon thee. Cut. I've been meaning to ask you. Yes. What's your damage? Um, one of the best days of my life was when I broke two concrete blocks with um one iron fist punch. What is an iron fist punch? Um, that's when you hold your fist and you bring it down pinky side. Pinky side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So rather rather than um, wait, iron hammer versus like a straight punch. Like, so I'm not hitting with my knuckles. I'm hitting with the. Pinky side of my fist. Pinky side of your fist. Yeah, and I brought that down on a couple of concrete blocks that had a pencil stuck between them, and I went through both of them. That was part of a karate test that I took many, many years ago. That's amazing. Other than that, I have a damaged psoas. What's a psoas? Psoas is your uh, your hip flexor. It's also called the iliopsoas, and it um, comes all the way from the uh, iliac crest. Don't look at it while you're talking about it. <laughs> Takes Sorry. you away from the microphone. <laughs> oh, I thought I was alluring you, distracting you. Sorry. Al- alluring you... me into I your damaged alluring. flexors. Yep. I like flexing your damagers. My teeth? Yep. Well, yeah, when you flex my teeth, they break right out like chiclets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ouch. Yep. I'm and thinking then you're about... like little orphan Annie, but in the mouth. I am like a little orphan <laughs> Annie in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and the goblins to it, get you. It's a hard nosh that. life for me. <laughs> I nosh hard all day. Well, what do you do every night? That's why my teeth are also perforated. Ah, you do have uh, you have a gritty grill. Mm-hmm. Gradations. And you are a gritty girl. Of tooth decay. Hmm? Cat, you are gritty. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Do, you do a lot of rough and tumble things. Pulp. You are an acro yogi. I am. I am. I spend a lot of time upside down and on people's feet. Which means a strongman or woman mm-hmm. lifts you up in the air, hoists you aloft, 
And then you do all sorts of hard muscular pauses. Indeed. And flip around. I do. And, and endanger your life. Actually, sometimes I am that strong person and I am lifting the other person. When you're the base? Yes. When, I, I'm, not when the I'm all about that base. About that base. No flyer. No flyer. <laughs> A flyer's the person that you stick in the air? Yes. So you're an acro yogi. You're an actress. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're a scholar. <laughs> you're a vocal coach. Uh-huh. I'm, very, a, I'm a gauche vocal coach. You do a lot. I do a few things. You're a real avant-garde. Uh-huh. I'm jack in the box. Is that why I got so sick after I took that bite of... Cat, please. This is a public podcast. Cat, we know so much about you, but we're wondering, Yes. like a great Sakamon... You've had a lot of experiences since you were last on. What new skills have you acquired since episode 20, All About Fud? Truly, I learned to French braid my own hair. If faith. <laughs> Zwoons, tis, tis true. You learned how to French braid your own hair. I did, and this was one of these um, sort of girl skills that I never learned. Now, I find that offensive. Sorry. I think men can French braid their own hair. I, but how I, often do they? I mean, how often is it passed down to them culturally by their brothers? Not too often because of shame, Kat. I, I suppose so. So given that I was female, I assumed this was a squirrel. A, a squirrel. Um, a squirrel. This, was, this was a squirrel that I was supposed to learn, and I never did, perhaps because my sister never taught me, um, and nor any other um, female role models. With so, which you are comfortable uh, preening. Right, yes. And delousing. Right, well, and as an actress, I spend a lot of time preening in specific professional rooms with other females. Like in the preen all, room. Yeah, we all stare at a mirror and, you know, intimidate each other. And, Say Candyman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and then send each other to you know, certain death. Um, that's what dressing rooms are all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah. Boca de Lupo, as they right. say in, yeah. on the Italian stage. Right. So I just sort of considered myself follically challenged. I also am really not into makeup and hair and things like that. So it was one of those skills that I never had. And uh, since I was on Blaster Podcast last, yeah. uh, I have finally had a costume designer say, you're, you're French braiding your hair for this show. And I was like, but I don't know how. And she's like, here's your lesson. Do it. And so I learned in one lesson practiced a fair amount did and, you uh, practice intensely was uh, this like for the 24 hours that i had to learn it yep oh yeah <laughs> was this a black swan scenario uh, <laughs> yes i stabbed myself thoroughly at the end i've actually never seen that movie i haven't either i just heard that that's what happens oh spoilers way to spoil it for me and the rest of everybody <laughs> else you brought it up i had to make a guess you well all right you had to take a stab at it yeah i don't know if i'm mila or natalie but i'm sure i die well, I'm sure everyone dies. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, ballet dancers also stare at themselves in the mirror an awful lot. I wonder how often they say Candyman. I don't know. Or Handyman. They probably don't like to say Candyman because the associations with candy are so tempting. Oh, right, and, and they, they don't eat. <laughs> they need to keep in a very specific shape, cat, just right. like I do, to right. do my work. Maybe they just say Candy Necklace. Candy Necklace? <laughs> you can eat a Candy Necklace, too. Unless that's a euphemism for something, you oh. pervert. What? Jack in the box. Pow! I don't don't like it when you do that. Cat, spring is in the air. We know this. I smelled it earlier. How are you showing reference to the approaching summer polstice? I don't know. Today I was walking around in a leather coat, uh, so not very summery. And you live in Chicago, Illinois. I do. And the weather is unpredictable here because it's... 
just inconsistent. Just find its communication style, <laughs> anticipate its expectations for you. You mean understand it instead of try to change it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you know, always, you can't yeah, mansplain I'm... the weather away, Kat. <laughs> no, and in fact, no, no amount of quizzes on Facebook will really enlighten you or help you to change the weather. No. Nope. Nor relationship books or self-help. Mm-mm. The weather remains. It abides like but the dude. You know what can change the weather? What? Magnots. <laughs> and global warming. Global warming, yeah. <laughs> you know, humans are pretty amazing. Like, global warming, probably going to kill us. But it's pretty cool that we can influence the whole planet. It makes us feel really powerful. It's like we have to work together to become a supervillain. <laughs> yeah. Marble warming and extreme ego trip. Did you say marble warming? I did. Do you have a warm marble? Well, I wasn't going to show it. <laughs> Are you waiting for it to hatch? Oh, damn it. <laughs> it will reveal itself at the proper time when the song goes pop goes the sneezel. Oh, boy. Kat, I think I've let you into the pod chamber too many times. Oops. You may have been influenced by the spores that are wont to uh, infect a guest. I'm having an allergic reaction. Uh, what am I looking forward to near you? Ah, uh, near me? I don't know, the King Spa? The King Spa? Uh, um... The, like the paw, <laughs> the paw of the king? <laughs> yes, the king's... Well, yes. the lion is the king of the jungle. Uh-huh. Um, not to be confused with my dongle, which keeps my internet running in my computer every day. Yeah, kind of also a filthy term. It is not! It sounds dirty to me. It sounds cartoon dirty. Right. You know, Like somebody, a leisure suit Larry. Somebody was... Oh, uh, somebody was saying to me earlier that they could never get used to the word jigger and i i'm an amateur mixologist i Uh I spend a lot of time creating beverages did you say amateur i did are you an armature (laughs) i don't live on armitage you do uh uh so anyway he said he just couldn't get you used to the word jigger and he said it felt dirty to him and i was like well this is the technical term for this measurement cup for making drinks yeah it sounds like jiggly right and it sounds like a bad word like cat yeah Let's talk about Gone with the Wind. Boom! What is that Jack in the Box thing you're doing? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Truly the, the tune? I don't know. Uh, what is going on in your brain when you're doing that? Um, Help me understand you. <laughs> Would you like to better? Uh, I don't know. I'd rather like being a mystery. But yeah. maybe I should just have you read my personality test results. Oh, smack! Mm-hmm. Good segue. Thank you. But first... You're welcome. Let's talk about Gone with the Wind. (laughs) We can talk about Gone with the Wind. I had the pleasure of introducing Gone with the Wind to a dear friend of mine. A dear friend? Yes. I was keeping her from getting hit by cars. Uh, As we were sitting at a bar the other night. It was called Bar Bar Black Sheep. (laughs) And uh, I'm not kidding. That's a bar in Chicago. That's silly. (laughs) I, I was very fond of it. And the cocktails were fantastic. And Gone with the Wind was playing in this bar. And she'd never seen it. And so I basically did my own like MST3K commentary. I was like, wait, wait, watch. This is where she shoots a guy. This is really great. Oh, look at her looking so sexy and desperate. And she's going to pull out that gun. Look at the lighting on her. So I don't know how much she actually watched the movie or just listened to me explain it. I woman-splained it. You kind of muffed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like muffed movies, Kat. <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> Kat, have you never heard of muffed movies? No. That's the other podcast that my idiot roommate works on. Ooh. 
Whoops. On the same RSS feed as Blaster Podcast. So if you download well, Blaster Podcast. Hmm? I play favorites. You play favorites? <laughs> oh, boy. Muffed movies. Muffed movies. Oh. Someday we're going to get a guest on this show that has listened to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Cut. Detore. We're not just here to re-meet each other <laughs> or to talk about Scarlett O'Hammond. <laughs> no, we are going to discuss... Personality tests. Mm-hmm. How we research behavior and how that fits in with what we think of as our identity. Kat, mm-hmm. you came to me in a dream. <laughs> Not in like a jack-in-the-box. Not in a jack-in-the-box. Do, 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 do. And you said, Dottore Bolordo, tis I, Kat Evans, from Chicago. May we please do a podcast about personality tests? And I said, verily, we shall, though the scientific merit of it is in question. Is it? Tis. How dare ye? Uh, and I said, let's do it. And you said, all right. So we're here to talk about personality tests. All right. I know there are many Blaster Podcast listeners who have at one time or another taken a what kind of Disney princess quiz are you? Mm-hmm. Or which of the persons from Arrested Development are you? Yeah, which Harry Potter character are you? Or what's your Patronus? Yeah, so people... That's o- not dirty. People... <laughs> the dirty Patronus. It's, just, it's an awful wrestling move. Uh, people obviously have an interest in themselves and quantifying themselves, distinguishing what makes them unique and special uh, and how are they different from others. Mm-hmm. And yet their behavioral patterns emerge and people cannot wait to create or name a pattern and say, oh, there are people who act like this X. Rock lizard. We'll call it. Rock lizard. Yeah. As opposed to the rock lobster. Right. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, behavioral patterns, uh, when shaped in certain ways, and start to look like character or something like we would call temperament or type. Hmm. And so people start to create, oh, quizzes, tests, research, explanations on behavior, and often start to craft their identity explanations on said personality yeah it gives them a shorthand which is not what happens when a witch curses you for stealing her treasure <laughs> no not at all cat what is a personality uh well they say you gotta have it if you want to make it in showbers <laughs> uh they also say that cocaine enhances yours my showbers uh no your personality my grobers uh gross <laughs> Okay, uh, so a personality, according to the American Psychological Association, it is individual differences in characteristic patterns of thinking, feeling, and behaving. So not just behavior, but why we think we behave or thinking, how we feel. Feeling, behaving. All those things. Thinking is voice and head. Feeling is sensation and body. Uh, or, or an emotion, I suppose. E- you can be... Motion? Th- yes. Emot- I don't know what you're talking about! Emoticon! Oh! In the soul. In it, de la sol. Yes, yeah, <laughs> emoticon de la sol. Yay! <laughs> and behaving is the actual things that you do, mm-hmm. the right. actions that you take. Right, small and large. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So that's what your personality is. It's just your thoughts. If, if we're going to take the American Psychological Association as an authority on the matter. Well, those American psychologists, they know how to really shake it around, cat. <laughs> they thought about this long and hard. Yeah, they have good discos. They've dipped discos. Shake it off. Shake it off. 
Is that a modern song? Yeah. I was hoping you would go, shake it up. (laughs) Shake it up. We should totally mash those songs up. Um, How has no one, um, someone must have. Someone must have done this. Okay, internet. (laughs) Who has mashed up Shake It Off with Shake It Up? The first person to find out gets a tweet. A free Blaster (laughs) Podcast tweet. (laughs) Or maybe they'll just mash it up for us. Mash it up. Mash it up. Uh, okay, so we know what a personality is. Mm-hmm. What's the personality test? Well, people now that there are certain individuals who, after a lot of research, have claimed that they can explain or identify certain patterns, uh, and then they proliferate their research by saying, "Oh, I can find out which pattern you are," and people are narcissistic and they want to know, or they want to be able to predict, or they want to understand. Right? They might think, oh, I'm an individual. All my decisions come entirely from my own individual vortex. However, these personality tests would indicate that we can predict how you're going to react, how you're going to think, how you're going to feel, and what you're going to behave based on the type that we claim that you came up on on this test. It's almost like being able to see into il futuro. Possibly. Like Minority Report? Just like. When they're like, well, based on your personality, you're a rock lizard. You're probably going to kill that guy. You're under arrest. Right. Get Um, him, Tom Cruise. Right. Unlike Alice in Twilight, who can simply see the future, which is is not written in stone. Uh, Nobody knows what Twilight is. Turns out she was just reading personalities the whole time like a fortune teller. (laughs) She's really good at anticipating based on evidence. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I suppose taking a personality test might give one insight into one's own nature and behavior. Mm Mm-hmm. It might give others the ability to predict what you're going to do next. Mm-hmm. So, well, And people like start to desire this in terms of trying to find a match, right? Um, Such as... Oh, yes. Right? Like through OK Cuthbert. Right. Like OK Cuthbert and finding you your perfect suitable match. I'm looking for a detourette. Right. I've heard that the quiz or the test on uh, eHarmony is extensive. It is. I, I haven't tried it, but... <clears throat> Neither and I, have I. Uh, but I and I know that uh, OkCupid, which also is an algorithm-based dating site, there are it's not a, a, a particular quiz, but there are user-generated questions, mm-hmm. and so they're always increasing how many questions you could answer. An endless sea of questions. Indeed, indeed, yeah. a vortex in itself. Most of which pertain to being DTF. Down to skin. <laughs> I didn't say S. <laughs> oh, oh, DTF. Sorry. Down to skin. Yeah, it's the Hunters and Trappers page, down- and they want to know if you're up for skinning. A, a, your, down your... to fish? I'm down with fish. I don't like seafood. Okay. Back to us. Sorry. Back to life. <laughs> Back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, meanwhile, I thought I'd segue. Segue. Uh, so reality um, versus the abstract um, would be one of the first things we check on in the Kiersey personality test. Whoa, 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 whoa. What oh. is a Kiersey personality test? It's one of the popular ones that's out there right now that basically types everyone based on their, where they land on a spectrum of four, or sorry, two two major variables. So there are four types. Uh, and the two variables are how you communicate and how you act. And so the Kiersey would say on communication, you either communicate concretely or abstractly. You broke concrete. I did. (laughs) It was one of the best days of my life. Worst days of the life of that concrete. It did take me two tries, though. And the first one hurt like heebie-jeebies. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. When you try to break concrete and you fail, ouch. Is that how you got shorthand? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's one of the ways. Huh. That's one of the ways. You also stole that witch's pie, <laughs> which was her treasure. And she cursed me. Mm-hmm. Greens, greens, nothing but greens. Is that um into the words? It is. Yeah. It's into the worms. Into that. <laughs> okay. So communication, concrete versus abstract. And then there's action, utilitarian versus cooperative. Oh. So based on the Curacy test, you're either a concrete and cooperative, concrete and utilitarian, abstract and cooperative, or abstract and utilitarian. Now, these words just alone start to make my brain go bungo bungo. It is. It, it, one of the things about... The proliferation of personality tests, right, is they have to use cool marketing terms to keep you interested because by the end of the test, you're like, what am I? Right. Right? And so the most boring or the most difficult to remember of the personality tests would be the Myers-Briggs because it's only letters. Right. Yeah, what are yeah, you? Yeah. You're an INTP, and everyone's like, "Oh, I'm." Most people know their own letters, and then they're like, "Oh, wait, what are you? I forget." Wait, and what does that stand for? Right. Myers Briggs is not. They didn't try to market quite so much, um, but the Enneagram and the Kirzy both have used sort of more like sexy fantasy terms to like keep people interested um, when they're trying to talk about what they do. So Kirzy says you are a guardian, uh, a rational, an artisan, or an idealist. So real quick, mm-hmm. before we delve too much further into right. these various type of tests, right. at, at the core, mm-hmm. there's two flavors of personality tests, essentially oh, right. self-report inventories. Right. And all these ones that I've mentioned so far are all self-report. Mm-hmm. And that means that the test taker answers their own questions. You are presented with questions, you answer them. And then there's projective tests. Mm-hmm. where the test takers are presented with vague images, objects, or scenarios, and then uh, asked for their interpretation of these things. The difference is that self-report inventories, uh, it's easier for the test taker to lie or try to influence their answer based on what they'd like to perceive themselves to be. Right. And also, I think there's been a proliferation or a, a rise in popularity of self-report inventories in terms of all medical field, inclu- especially psychology, but the entire medical field has generally tried to empower patients huh. to take control of their own test results. And so instead of a doctor telling you, whether whatever kind of doctor that may be, this is what is going on with you, there's a lot more... The patient disclosing ideas and information and claiming, oh, I need this or I feel this or this is what's going on with me. That's happened a lot. Right. And uh, that's happened a lot in the second half of the 20th century. I mean, probably just the last 20th century. Because of World War II? Uh, No, just because that's how research was going. I don't know what World War II had to do with it. Probably some. (laughs) I'm not saying it's not a factor. (laughs) Let's not uh, let's not I'm rule not, it out. I'm not ruling it out. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. So yeah, there's a lot more self-reporting inventories going on all over the map in terms of all medical stuff. And that's what these three of tests that you mentioned already are. So far, mm-hmm. the Kurzman, the Kirsey, the Myers Briggs, and the Enneagram. Right. Uh, but another important one to mention would be the MMPI, the Minnesota Multiphasic Personality Inventory. Right, that's a good psychological one that has not to do just with personality, but more, um, well, they're trying to find out inconsistencies or difficulties within what's going on with you. So people often feel like that test is to see if you're bonkers, having problems. 
Everyone's having problems. Bonkers was one of my favorite candies when I was in like fifth grade. What's in a bonker? Uh, it's kind of like a Starburst, but tastier. Huh. And huh. it might have had some sort of juicy filling. Oh. And the commercials tended to feature, you know what? I bet they just borrowed the costumes from the Fruit of the Loom guys. What? And they would be like, because oh, they were like, pe- yeah, people dressed in fruit. And I require, I remember like large amounts of fruit falling from the sky, like bonkers. And like all this fruit comes down, like you bite into the candy and fruit flies everywhere. Uh-huh. Fruit explosion. <laughs> I kind of, uh. You want some bonkers now, don't you? Candy man. No, stop it. <laughs> That's worse than the Jack in the Box thing. Because <laughs> we're in Chicago. That's where candy men happen. It, yeah. It's a Did real it? thing. Really? Oh, it was Caprini Green, wasn't it? Yeah. Frick. Frick indeed. <laughs> Frick. Ah. <laughs> I thought I was making a Jill Scott reference, and instead... Frick Gordon. It went to Queen. <laughs> uh, what's next? Well, so, uh, we could talk about... I, I think the Myers-Briggs is probably the the biggest and most well-known of, of these self-report inventories. Yeah. Right? I, have, I have witnessed it used in both entertainment and in business mm-hmm. yeah the corporate the corporate setting has definitely they'll pay money for any stupid thing <laughs> in the name of professional development uh yeah and so a lot of times people would say like oh what type do we think will fit this office role best or like what do we need in this role or who do you think is going to fit this other person well and there's been all kinds of research done on how the different types will communicate with each other etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, so Myers-Briggs will, uh, which P.S. was originally inspired by Carl Jung's uh, introduction of the idea of type oh. into the stratosphere, right? Carl Jung introduced type. And then this uh, lady whose second two names were Briggs and Myers. So Myers-Briggs is not two different people. It's one lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, she began to... Was she the size of two people? Not that I know of. Was she a great big fat person? Well, you know, Finn didn't become in until later. So maybe. Maybe. One can hope. <laughs> I miss it, really. You miss the fat times? I do. Now that we're in the lean times? Yes. You're a flyer, though. <laughs> what, are yeah. you going to be a spruce goose? Uh, no, I would just say as a as a professional entertainer, I feel a lot of pressure uh, to be a certain way and to Wayfish. look a certain way. And that's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I work really hard at being healthy, but that's definitely the thin pressure is something I, I feel a lot in and my job. Is that why you grind your abs into sandpaper? Yes. Yes. I've been grinding off that excess, um, with power tools mm-hmm. and sometimes manually with like a chisel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just get rid of that excess. Um, cause. And you wish that you could just just let it go. <laughs> right. Like eat. Adina Menzel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adele Dazim. <laughs> right. Just beef up from the... F- <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everything yes. that rhymes is dirty. Yeah. I could go to Spunky Dunkers whenever I want. What's a Spunky Dunker? Oh, it's a really good donut place in Palatine. Uh-huh. Yeah, which is a suburb of Chicago. It's old-timey, like really old-school vintage donut place. So we're not talking Dunkin' Donuts here. We're talking Spunky Dunkers. Yeah. They've got some fancy rules, and they're really good. Like no making fun of the name because it sounds pornographic. Anyway, back to Dongle. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so <laughs> Spunky Dunkers is delicious. Wait, Kat. Yes. Uh, as a very rotund man. <laughs> you, right. Allow me to tell you. It's yes. not all it's cracked up to be. No. <laughs> no, it seems like paradise on earth. 
but it makes the summer hotter and it makes it hard to get up and downstairs. Mm. Hard to find clothes that fit you without pinching. Boy, oh boy. I'm not envying you, your girth. And you stink Ew. for a good reason. Because I'm not really a shower. <laughs> you know how like some ladies are like, oh yeah, I, I don't wear makeup. You know, I'm not into that. I'm natural. I'm like, yeah, I don't use soap. <laughs> I'm natural. <laughs> if you don't like my smell, cat, then I'm sorry for you. <laughs> I'm going to decline, but I am going to continue with this clothespin on my nose. Fair enough. On my nostrils. Any Enneagrams. Enneagram. Oh, right. Okay. So the Myers-Briggs. Well, let's, let's talk about Myers-Briggs. Let's talk about Myers-Briggs. Myers-Pigs. F- <laughs> the Myers-Piglets. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they're really Crunchy. cute. Mm, on the palate. There are four spectrums, four speculums that we are measuring ourselves on. Speculums. So the first would be introvert, extrovert. Introvert, extrovert. I think a lot has been made of introvert, extrovert in terms of pop psychology. A lot of people spend a lot of time saying, I'm this way. You need to understand me yeah. because I'm an introvert like, or extrovert. You should treat me like I'm special because I'm this. Mm-hmm. Like, get out of here. Yeah, I, I mean, I have been kind of thoroughly annoyed with all of the articles uh, on the interwebs that are saying, you know, 10 things on how to love a so-and-so. Like, if you love an introvert, this is what you should know. And it's always basically like, accommodate them is the is the meaning of the article. So yeah. whatever it is, a creative type, an introvert, uh, you know, somebody who, I don't know, a corporate climber. Like, if you love a corporate climber, here's a couple ways to make sure that they love you back. Whatever that is. And as you and I both know, <laughs> the only way to have a successful ro- love relationship is to... Divide and conquer. Yeah. <laughs> Quarantine that shit. Smash them. Yeah. <laughs> Fence them in. I tried to smash... Smother them. I tried to smash the U2 rover on Mars. I mean, on... Fuck. I tried to smash the... <laughs> I tried to smash the U2 rover, rover on, oh. uh, on the planet of Moon. Uh-huh. And... Um, my love was not reciprocated. Oh. The smashing was one way. <laughs> Unrequited smash. Mm-hmm. It's hard to bury a rover. That might be my next drink. Unrequited smash? Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot. You're a auteur. Mm-hmm. I am an auteur. Mixologist. Mixologist. Yeah. <laughs> which is a rolfer. What's a dr- rolfer? Of drinks. Like a roll on the floor laughing? Uh Oh, that's also. No, a rolfer is a type of deep tissue massage. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So that's the, the first variable of Myers-Briggs is the introvert-extrovert scale. Mm-hmm. Second is the uh, sensing or intuiting. What of that means? Uh, good question. Again, because these, these terms mean a lot in regular language, uh, because in many people's ideas, you know, I'm sensing something, I'm intuiting something, sounds rather like the same thing Uh. right so uh sensing would be that you look to external factors or external data that seems somewhat objective um to create your findings and the intuitors uh are looking to interpret the data they prefer to take it in ponder it change it and or add to it as they see fit um and i think colloquially people assume that it means oh the people who look outwardly are the people who look inwardly but that was already covered in introvert extrovert Mm -hmm. right so right so the sensors and intuitors have to do with what how they like to deal with data the third would be thinking feeling i don't do either of those (laughs) you're no process is just process you require neither Uh, yeah nutrients go in and fun comes out (laughs) 
I'm real hot at parties. Yeah. You're a social Vitamix. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of hot in here, Detroit. Well, uh, as a cost-saving measure, we have sealed up all the air ducts <laughs> uh. and replaced them with ducks. Quack. Quiet, you. Fourth indicator. So, oh, we got to three. Oh, that's right. Thinking, feeling was oh, third. Oh, boy. And fourth. Listeners, wake up. You're driving to work. Pay attention to what we're saying. We've got more vague terms. Stop taking dotos and, and uh, take some dodos. get off the road. Uh, okay, so the final uh, spectrum on Myers-Briggs would be judging. Yes, now you're talking <laughs> my your, language. That's your favorite thing. Uh, or... Sciencing? The fourth of ones? The the fourth spectrum would be perceiving or judging. Judging! And, uh, I know, it's your favorite thing. It's my favorite. It's easy. Uh, is there a Comedia judge? What do you mean of Comedia? Uh, I'm saying... Of You're your... talking about that old-timey Italian Renaissance comedy? Yeah, or, or don't, don't you hang out there? Aren't those all your like old-school pals? It's like, it's like your fraternity or sorority or those, something. You know the problem with those guys? They all want attention. <laughs> I'm astonished. Yeah, you know, I had to really break out on my own, stretch my wings and fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Right. You'll never see, like, Pantalone have his own podcast. <laughs> you don't think so? Uh-uh. He doesn't understand technology. He's too lusty. He gets distracted. He's also too crusty. He's, mm-hmm. he's, like, a, he's like a fossil. Yeah, dude, his jigger? Gross. Pretty gross. <laughs> So, uh, pers- uh, yeah, persimony, per- pers- perceiving and judging, uh, which has to do with decisions. Uh, the judges like to get it done. They like to they like things better after the decision has been made. And the perceivers really like to keep things open. They're always like, "Well, I want more information. Uh, I like staying open. Like this might change." And they don't necessarily they like they're happier when they have more options. And the judges are happier uh, when the decision has already been made and they can move forward. Oh. So yeah, those are the four spectrums of the Myers-Briggs. And so based on four spectrums, there are 16 types. There's 16 combinations possible. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of research done on these on how we have emotions, how we behave, what we think, and what careers are best for us. Uh, when I first took the Myers-Briggs, I was a sophomore in high school, and it was part of my religion course. And we were all supposed to do some self-work. And uh, I was, I got... Um, E-N, and then I was straight down the middle on thinking, feeling. Like, I got equal scores mm-hmm. on both, and then J, which was judging. And uh, my teacher told me to pick F for thinking, feeling, because I was a girl. And I resented this very much. You resented being a girl. I resented And that him. has stayed with you ever <laughs> since then. And that is why you braid your hair so fiercely. Because I didn't know how. Because you're angry at your hair, cat. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a Dottore. Let it out. But, Kat, you don't have to be a girl forever. But I don't? With Dottore Bolordo's new chemical treatments, <laughs> you can now become whatever you please. Do I get to eat the chemicals? Uh, in a manner of speaking. I just paint them on my walls and maybe lick them off? Sure. <laughs> as long as you're paying for them. <laughs> right. You in, could... in method of ingestion optional. Yeah. Right. You could be a lady. You could be a half lady. Or you could be a puddle. <laughs> You've got the classic options at I'm your disposal. Certainly not going to be a muggle. A muggle? No. What's a muggle? It's certainly not a girl. You're not. It's not a girl. Uh, not this one. Oh, I'm a girl. You're a girl. You're yeah. a woman, cat. Ah. 
Shucks. How was that? (laughs) Ah, you're judging my age. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was more thinking about your sexual maturity. Uh, Oh. Yes. We have egg detectors everywhere in the pod chamber. Oh, my ovaries. Yep. Sorry. Get off. Um, okay, so great. what's the Myers-Briggs? Briggs, Myers-Briggs. Yeah. Is, I, does, is Myers-Briggs of works? Uh, does it work? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it's certainly the most popular. It's the most proliferate. Um, is it just a tale of sound and flurries? Possibly. I mean, you took it as a I took it as a teenager, and then I took it again uh, maybe as part of like a retreat. Um, and my my always? letters had changed actually in in the ten years or fifteen years that had spanned. I had new letters. Does the test say that once you get your letters, those are supposed to be your letters forever? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I also remember that based on my based on my teenage findings, which was E N F J, according to my teacher, because I'm a girl. Uh, it told me I should be a teacher, mm-hmm. um, and I was really mad because I had every intention of being an actor, and that was not on the list. And Isn't so I was like, actor. screw you, personality test. Uh-huh. It made me angry. Don't tell me what I can be and what I can't be. Maybe other people were excited about the guidance, but I was like, Rah. I'm going to play the devil's bagel here. Uh, don't you teach yoga S- and seed. speech class? Yeah, I do. I teach for a living. Yoga. Yes, yeah. you're right. <laughs> so sorry, feeling female. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like you became the teacher. Screw you. <laughs> the student has become the master. Razzle fracking. Um, yeah, I do actually teach quite a bit. However, but you also do acting. I also do quite a bit of acting and I get paid for it and it's part of my job. And it's not that I don't oh, like teaching. Rub it in. Look who gets paid to be an actor. <laughs> you know what, Kat? I'm a professional. I'm a, I, I'm an, I can, I I'm can, a popsicle. I can act too, but I don't need the money. I'm a puffalump. What are you? I'm a pompaloose. <laughs> I'm a pomegranate? What is a pompalamoose? Is that cheese? No. Is that egg? A pompalouse? Pomplamoose. That's um, a French thing. Popular moose? Yep. Is what is a pompalouse? Po- pomplamoose. Danny B? Oh, sorry. Dan. Just Dan B. Uh, Can you tell me what a pompalouse is? Let's get back on tropic. Sorry. All right. So anyway, those are the uh that's Myers Briggs. In Myers Briggs, you say very popular. Very popular. Uh, there's been lots and lots of. You can purchase all kinds of books like Myers Briggs in the Office or Know Your Type. Wow. And all those things. Um, and I think the introvert extrovert debate remains quite, quite popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, and understanding, you know, oh, we have a lot of times introverts feel like they have a disadvantage in the workplace and in Western American culture because Western American culture is driven by assertion aggression uh, being very talkative however being introverted doesn't mean that you're not talkative right i know plenty of introverts who are some of the most dominant people in the room at functions it's just how they deal with that social anxiety or they're just like how they deal when they're there Um, introversion doesn't mean that you are quiet it simply means that the world you prefer happens to be the inner one Uh, it has to do with often like where you get your energy where you recharge Right, so I know plenty of extroverts that are excellent listeners because they're interested in the outside world. And a good healthy extrovert still needs alone time. A good healthy extrovert wants alone time. And a good healthy introvert still loves people and loves friends and gets lonely. Like introverts aren't people who just want to be alone all the time. It's much more complex than a lot of pop psychology gives. Right, we all have a ponce and a spore emitter. We all have some form of cloaca. I think I'm going to be sick. 
Well, I'm sorry. You shouldn't have inhaled so many spores. And <laughs> Stop maybe licking if, the paint, cat. Maybe if you'd stop popping in and out of that Jackbox, you'd feel a little bit better. This episode might be sponsored by Jackbox. <laughs> Do you know what time it is? Uh, is it bonk time? It's time for plugs! It's, it's time, time for plugs! plugs. It's, it's time, time for plugs, plugs. not drugs, but plugs. plugs! Give me a hug! Get no. your hands away from me! Well, if we're on the same page there, sister. <laughs> so I was putting them in my old pockyolies. <laughs> it's not my pockets, that's the pox that I have on my side. Ah, like, kind of like my washboard abs. Yeah. With chiseled perforations. Mm-hmm. But I have folds. Nope. That's the sound. That's the sound of the box? The, <laughs> no. The Jackham box? No, that was the sound of chiseling. Chiseling your abs down. It's like shining shining the uh, glass ridges. Ugh. This is not pleasant. <laughs> no. None of this is pleasant. Uh-uh. Uh, plugs. Plugs. Do you have anything to plug? I do. You can find me in Non-Traditional, which is a feature film. If you go to nontraditionalthemovie.com, you can find out how to purchase the DVD, or you could show the movie at your institution, such as a VA, a school, a church. Um, it's a movie about a veteran, an Iraq War and an Afghanistan War veteran, who comes home and gets her undergraduate degree on the GI Bill. And where can they find this movie if they want a copy to show at their VA church hospital? Nontraditionalthemovie.com. Also, As a digi? Um, As a digital? It is. Could they order a DBB? They can. They can. Can they order VHS? Nope. Betamax? <laughs> no. Real to real? Nope. Nor, nor SM or B&D. How about 16-bit cartridge? <laughs> 8-bit? Maybe. No. Um, okay, so non-traditional, and also I am in a web series called Lucky J, which Ooh. is having its premiere this coming Friday, uh, and then it'll be on the web. If you look at Grand Valley State University, they're it, producing a new comedy called Lucky J. Lucky J. Internet web? Internet web, free. I think it's going to be free. Uh, do you know the HTML? I don't. I don't. I don't know exactly what website is hosting it, but uh, Grand Valley State University is the production entity grand valley state university mm -hmm. but if you just google lucky j it should definitely come up or you can look it up on imdb what if they google lucky j and they find things about marijuana cigarettes called jays and they're probably luckier than you whoa uh, well, luckier than me I, I don't know no, I, I agree <laughs> it's like, uh, i mean as much as you've timed as, as many times as you have pressed i'm feeling lucky on google i don't think that's helped you i used to smoke horse like bowstrings <laughs> yeah it's a real weird I also smoked Nexus once. Fuzzy. It, it took me to a crazy place. Lexus Nexus? The, the, the library bibliography? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, and then um, I also might draw your attention to Don't Save Me, which is a film that might get made if it makes its next uh, crowdsourcing campaign. Um, it's a movie about vampires. It's going to be shot here in Chicago. Um, you can watch a teaser trailer um, that I am in. Uh, if you go to just uh, again, if you look up "Don't Save Me," and then the "Don't Save Me" website, is there a apostrophe in "Don't"? I don't think you can have apostrophes in URLs. I don't think so either. No. So it's "Don't." Don't. It's <laughs> "Don't Save Me." Don't save me. <laughs> or it could be "Don't Save Me." Eh. Oh, <laughs> Don T Save Me. <laughs> Don T Save Me. Fund my movie. He was Don Quixote's uh, slightly saner Aww. brother. <laughs> yeah. The redheaded stepchild of the Quixote family. Mm -hmm. Aww. He was wilting at tinned mills. Yeah. 
Those are some three things where you can find me. Non-traditional, Lucky J, and Don't Save Me. Yeah, you got a website? IamLisaCatEvans.com. It's called I, I am Lisa Cat Evans. No, just LisaCatEvans.com. LisaCatEvans.calm. <laughs> I'm not very calm, despite the yoga. I know it's Lisa with an E, L I S E K A T E V A N S, and you can find me on Twitter as Lisa Cat Evans. You can also find my website LisaCatEvans.com. Rock and roll. Well, Lisa Cat Evans. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> Bossa Nova. Chevy Nova. Boston Strangler. Well, LisaCatEvans.com. Uh, Dottori's got some plugs. I'm going to plug on behalf of my idiot roommate, Mark Zoloff, uh, who accidentally landed himself on the stage uh, in a production of Henrik Ibsen's The Wild Duck by Halcyon Theatre. It's going to be running through June 14th at Christ Lutheran Church, which is at 3253 West Wilson Avenue in Chicago. Uh, if you want to go to it, uh, night of the performance, use the side entrance of the church because it's such a big building. At 4541 Spalding Avenue. That's the Wild Duck by Ibsen. And a cool thing this theater company does is if you don't have any money, uh, you can show up an hour before the show and they have secured a certain amount of seats, which will be absolutely free for those of you who uh, don't want to give Mark any money. for those of you who there's uh, no one like that out there for people who have money troubles because this theater company believes that everybody should get exposure to the arts yay yay indeed now someone who believes in getting all the money is me all the money Dottore Bolordo the evil fat wizard of Blastro podcast money makes the world go round the world go round go round go round that's right inner monologue and that is why we have installed a donate button on blastropodcast.com so if you like what you hear and you want to help support the show please click donate and give a modest or immodest sum to Dottore Bolordo additionally if you like Blastro podcast your nuts are gonna get blown off huh unless you're a girl Okay. In which case, your areolas are going to get blown off. Get off my areola, I said. Blow off your areola yeah! by Muffed Movies. Muffed Movies. Which is a fun uh, movie-themed podcast done by my idiot roommate and his friend, Andy North. Also, uh, don't forget to check out Our Fair City, which Kat and Mark are both on. Right. Right. Our Fair City. Brought to you by Heart Life. All the life you'll ever need. Yeah. Well, Kat, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> No, 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 I'm staying in here this time. Oh, thank God. Pop! Oh, fuck! The Blaster Podcast theme song was composed by Stephen Poon, www.timecrashband.com.